How is it that innovative software solutions have the ability to change the world and improve our lives, yet they don't sell themselves? How is it that I know my target market, but I'm not able to generate enough qualified sales opportunities? How do I even get started to create visibility for my brand across channels when I'm not an expert at marketing? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to Simplified, software marketing made simple. Hey everyone, it's Liz from MediaDev, and today we're going to do a short introduction to lead generation strategies and really focus in on what is a lead. So when you have a goal in mind to generate leads for your business, the first thing that's critical to do is to clearly define what is a lead. What criteria is mandatory in order for a lead to be considered a valid business opportunity? Is more than one definition acceptable? What triggers are you looking for in order for that lead to have a higher probability of entering into a sales cycle and converting into a business deal? In order for a lead generation campaign to be successful, we first need to define the target audience that we're going to go after. That's really step number one. Understanding who you are targeting and why. This may revolve around industry sector. You may want to target, I don't know, retail companies, for example. may revolve around company size. Maybe you only want to target large enterprise companies or companies with more than 1,000 employees. It may revolve around location. Maybe you're looking for companies located in London. It may revolve around job function. You know, you could be interested only in speaking with the CFO or the CTO of a company. But understanding what is the best target audience to focus your outbound efforts on is the most important element when you're getting started. Next, you define the mandatory criteria you require. In other words, the information you need to qualify about that particular company. So this could have to do with existing software systems in place. Maybe you only want to target companies that are using Salesforce or Microsoft 365, for example. It could have to do with having a certain number of servers or volume of data or particular cloud strategy. It could have to do with the potential number of licenses or the potential deal size that you're looking for. So you may need to know how many potential users that company has. Could have to do with needs or challenges that the business is facing around a particular topic or around a specific project that the company is having difficulty executing. This definition phase is the groundwork to establish the parameters to answer the question, what does the ideal lead look like? It's important to keep in mind that every lead is going to be different in some way. Unfortunately, lead generation is not an exact science, and because every company is different and will express different pain points, it's important not to be overly rigid. I equate it to when you're looking to buy a house. You know, when you set out to buy the ideal house, you think about, well, how many bedrooms do I want and bathrooms and what's the size of the kitchen or the living room that I'm looking for? And yet there's usually a little bit of give and take so that you can find something suitable because you may not find the exact perfect fit. It's important to know that out of all the criteria you've established to define your ideal lead, what are the must-haves and what are the nice-to-haves? And that will give you a bit more leeway when you start generating leads. You can always refine the definition once you start generating leads to tweak and improve as you move forward. It's important to be agile, 
to learn from your experience and continually work to refine the process. And this will only happen if you're relatively open from the start and willing to see what opportunities you are able to generate and whether they suit your needs from a business standpoint or not. Sometimes it could even happen that you're not sure. Is what I have a lead? Could this be a good opportunity? In that case, it's best to further investigate. This usually happens by talking to internal stakeholders about the lead to see what they think before moving forward to the next level. For startup software vendors, this may also happen through trial and error, and that's okay. It's important that the lead generation process be a learning experience too, and part of that is being open to learning, open to falling down and getting back up. No one learned how to walk in a day, so it's normal that you are not going to try lead generation out for the first time and do it perfectly from the get-go. Don't be afraid to make mistakes because that's the best way to teach yourself how to do things better. It's also important to keep in mind that you are always going to find leads with different levels of maturity. It's very rare that we reach out to a prospect and they immediately respond by saying, thank you so much for contacting me. This is exactly what I need. Very often, prospects may show some level of interest, but they're not yet ready to commit to a sales meeting. They're not yet interested in a product demonstration. They may be interested in opting in to receive more information by email or being contacted again at some undefined time in the future. However, there's still value in having a nurture pipeline of qualified prospects that you can reach out to punctually and across channels over time. We call that type of lead a marketing qualified lead or MQL for short. These are in-target prospects who have expressed some interest in learning more, but they don't have a project or a strong need right now to move forward in the discussion. They may not have budget at this time, or they may not be 100% convinced about your value proposition, and they need more time to familiarize themselves with the topic. There is value in gathering information about these marketing qualified leads and creating specific campaigns to nurture such prospects by putting them in front of the right content, subscribing them to receive a monthly newsletter, or inviting them to attend a webinar or some other type of event. Again, your experience from one company to another when you're conducting outreach to generate leads will vary as you move forward. Sometimes it will be very clear to you when you have a good lead and other times it will not be clear and you may end up thinking to yourself, I wonder if that could be a lead. Lead generation is not always black and white and there can be many shades of gray along the way. So it's important when that happens that you discuss such opportunities with internal stakeholders so that you can brainstorm with them about what you found. Communication between marketing and sales is essential in order to refine the process and be sure that expectations are aligned, especially when you're not sure if the scenario you came across is valuable or not. So as a quick recap on today's session, I want to drive home the following key takeaways. One, a lead is a potential business opportunity. Two, lead maturity will vary from one prospect to the next. Three, it's important to understand that while you must define the criteria you are looking for, you may not get every piece of the puzzle each time you generate a new lead. However, that doesn't mean that what you have is uninteresting. Four, collaborate with internal stakeholders to align expectations between marketing and sales so that you can be successful. 
This is especially important if what you're doing does not seem to be working. Thanks again for listening today. Have a great day. You just listened to Simplified, brought to you by MediaDev. If you have software marketing questions or need help marketing your software solution, reach out to us at contact at mediadev.com and check out other amazing assets for you on our resource library at mediadev.com.